0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host Keith Cork and I am joined once again by my good friend here, Mr. Jamie McQuarrie, my new friend. Uh, Our second time I believe here doing a podcast together, Jamie, but you did hop on with the Lineup Lock show with me a couple days ago, so that was really fun. Uh, I had a good time with you there and uh, on the pod a couple weeks ago also, but uh, a couple games here, just two games. I'm actually feeling like overly confident i it's kind of oh. scary sometimes when that happens like it's just like it <laughs> but uh i'm actually going heavy on this slate though it's a two gamer i don't typically do that but uh let me ask how are you feeling about it man
1: well i appreciate the introduction i'm really happy to be back here you know in contrast to the, to the monster slate we had on friday night where you could get some of the value plays right and then the bigger stars were like trey you know killing people. I'm excited about this slate. I feel like it's more manageable. And like you said, that can be a little dangerous, but I've had a lot of time to dissect it. So I'm looking forward to sharing that information.
0: Yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing your, your insights to see if I'm crazy about what I'm seeing here, but uh, a couple of games here and uh, just trying to pull this up again, because I closed it. Of course it logged me out way to go DraftKings! Uh, but we got Dallas <laughs> and Miami and we've got Los Angeles Clippers and New Orleans Pelicans. Um, looks like a 6:30 central start time for that Dallas Miami, which is the first game. Uh, In that game, we do have a favorite here. Uh, We have the uh, Heat favored by one point, it looks like, on DraftKings. So uh, no game total yet, but a spread is uh, one point in favor of the Heat. I have to feel like these are probably going to be pretty close in terms of game totals, these two games. They're not. Neither of them are going to be particularly fast-paced. They're probably going to be pretty uh, grinded-out type games. So I don't really think you need to worry about targeting one over the other. Uh, but let's get into it, man. The uh, With the Heat Mavs, we do have Adebayo questionable mm-hmm. with a hip injury, so that's a big one to keep on track of, obviously. And then we have Kyle Lowry questionable with that knee rest injury on the Heat. And then for the Mavericks, uh, really nothing at all. Just Frank Diclina uh, questionable with a knee injury, but he barely plays if he plays at all. So not a big deal there. Um, so let me just shoot it to you, Jamie, because I didn't really – you know, honestly, I've got some, some guys here I'm looking at that are like – Cheaper, uh, but I didn't really think about the Bam out of bio injury. So uh, mm. let's say he does sit. Who are we targeting in that in that scenario?
1: Yeah, well, I was able to kind of examine it a bit with uh, assuming Bam was out. Lens, you know, it starts at Jimmy Butler with 8,500. I feel like on this slate, it's going to be choosing between him and just a red hot Brandon Ingram. You can try to get them both in, but it, it's it's a little tough um so with no bam i, I kind of lean jimmy there i mean he should be super motivated um they're trying to crawl out of that playing spot and catch brooklyn and we know a ceiling jimmy butler game is a beautiful thing in dfs um yeah well personal caveat i feel like i always seem to plug him into my lineups on the wrong day which isn't really like <laughs> logic or process based but like you can seep into the thinking so um yeah, yeah i like him at 85 yeah um
0: I like him in general, man. 8,500, yeah. I mean, even if Bam does play, I still think it's a, a decent game. I actually managed to fit in uh, both uh, Bam Adebayo and Luka Doncic in my lineup, so maybe that's why I'm excited about this one. Uh, Luka is eleven seven 7 on the slate, and that's the most expensive. But uh, going back to if Bam is out, you know, there's a couple other guys I would be looking at here. Uh, obviously, you know, Kevin Love, 4,200. He might get a few extra minutes. Right. Um, not the most exciting player in the mm-hmm. world. Um, but he would get a few extra minutes at 4,200. He is somebody you'd have to look at. I'm assuming Bam's going to play in this one. So I'm just going to go ahead and operate in that way because I feel like this is a big game. Uh, Heat are still clawing, you know, to, to try to get out of the, the play-in. They are now, I believe, two games or three games. I think two games. They're two games behind the uh, the Brooklyn Nets, but effectively they're three games, Jamie, because they don't have a tiebreaker. The Nets have a tiebreaker, so good call. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is a I believe a, a pretty important game for them. I believe they want to win this. I think Bam's going to do, do everything he can to play this one. So, uh, but there are still guys I'm looking at though, even if Bam does play. Uh, obviously, like I said, I'm still interested in Jimmy. But uh, on the Heat, I do I do like Caleb Martin at 3900. Yeah. And, uh, whether or not Bam plays, I think he still you know gets 25 to 30, probably closer to 30 minutes uh at 3900 that's pretty good on this site i uh, gave vincent 3900 as well no kyle lowry most likely i feel like kyle lowry is more well he's, he's truly questionable we'll have to see if he plays or doesn't if he does play i probably won't go near gabe vincent but if he doesn't play yep. uh, gabe vincent's probably a decent spot there and then probably my favorite play under 4000 on the entire slate was on the heat and that's uh, uh victor olodipo
1: Are you 3, going back? You're going
0: yeah back. i'm going back to so that well yeah. uh burned me last time um just absolutely didn't do anything at all. Uh, that was that was brutal to watch because I was watching the game. Uh, just kind of get, getting cardio out there. But you know what? Uh, he's, he's a solid guy to get 19, 20, 21 minutes in the game. Uh, and at 3500 there's really nobody else in that price there's range nuts. on this slate. Yeah, that's, that's getting that kind of playing time. So uh, that's why I'm looking his way, Jamie. So uh, what do you feel about those guys? Any other guys you're looking
1: at on the heat? Well, to your point, I feel like the under-4K players are slim pickings on this slate so yeah. to be able to get somebody at that price same thing with Caleb Barton um as you know he's going to give you a decent floor i wanted to point this out so you have luca at 11700 you have kyrie at 9200 obviously in cash i feel like luca's a lock but if you go to kyrie and you save that 2500 you got to look at it like this on the two game slate that's the difference between getting cj or terrence mann in your lineup and for, that's a big swing there Mm-hmm. So as I was going through builds, I was, I'm was i leaning more in GPP to try to get Kyrie and then build that value in other places. And just Fade Luka, I think he had a, a pretty modest game the other night. Got up to like 44 DK points, but I feel like on a small slate, that's a good way to separate. Yeah,
0: um, that, no, that's, you're right about that. And I'm uh, probably going with more of a cash build because uh, I just feel like these are really I'm pretty confident uh, in these guys getting minutes. You know, not necessarily yeah, so. in ceiling type plays. Right. More so, more so, floor type plays, but uh, but yeah. Speaking of the Dallas Mavericks and Luca, uh, I do like Luca here. I think it's it's a tough matchup for anybody against the Miami Heat. Let's be honest about that. Um, but you know the the Mavericks, they are also hungry for wins because they are. Uh, yep. I think they're actually
1: out of the plane at this oh, point. If I'm not they're worried. starving for wins. The Heat yeah. are hungry. The Mavericks are starving.
0: Yeah. So this is going to be a um, at least a very competitive game, and in that kind of game, man, I, I gotta. I got to roll with my guy, Luca. I got to say, you know what? He's going to show up. He's going to give his team everything. You know, is it going to be enough to win? I don't know. Uh, You know, I tend to lean heat in this matchup, honestly. I'm leaning with the books here. Uh, But the Mavericks are, yeah, they're actually a half game out of the plane right now. Uh, the Thunder just, uh, I believe, lost on it, actually. So uh, they might have a chance to climb back in if they win this one or at least uh, tie it up here. So I think uh, it's an important one. Uh, I think Luke is going to maybe – I mean, he has. He, anytime he steps on the floor, he has the ability to go off. Let me just put it that way. Oh, straight uh, yeah. So, you know, triple-double, always, uh, always in play. Uh, you know, he could score upwards of 70 to 80 DK points, and it wouldn't – like, no one would bat an eye. I. Uh, I couldn't say that. I don't think about – I mean, Brandon Ingram's been insane. But he's not putting up 80 DK points. It's just not going to happen. So, uh, you know, the only potential there is is uh, in Luca. So that's why I, I want to go with him there. Um, the other guy I'm looking at on the Mavericks, and this isn't really out of left field. It's just it's a guy I always seem to mention. But Maxi Kleba at 1,000. Oh. Uh, I feel like you know when it comes to Mavericks versus Heat, one of the things that the Mavericks have going for for them is that they have the ability to shoot the three ball. Uh, at a pretty high clip here, and that's going to give the Heat some some problems, I think, and I think Mexico is a good example of that. You know, he's going to uh, force either Bam out of bio if he's playing or Kevin Love, whoever, to come out of the paint and, you know, guard those three-pointers, and hopefully he hits a few three-pointers for me. I'm not looking for a lot. I'm looking for maybe 20 DK points, and that's fine. I'll take it. Uh, he has a, you know, ceiling of about 25 or so, um, so he's not, you know, insanely ceiling uh, guy, but like I said, I'm looking more of like a floor guy. His, his minutes are solid. They need him on defense. So uh, that's why I like him here.
1: Uh, but any thoughts on the Mavericks there, Jamie? What's well, funny because I think Dwight Powell has become the biggest phantom starter in the league because they throw <laughs> yeah. roll him out there for a few minutes. And then, yeah, Max, he's able to spread the floor for them. And I like what he can bring um, at yeah, that value. So that's a good call there. Um, as far as the Mavs, um, I'm not really looking anyone else's way. I could see getting tempted by Jalen Hardy um, at 4,800. But with the high usage guys back in the lineup, I like other plays better in the other game in that range. So honestly, no, I, I like to call them Xy though.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's move on though to the Clippers and the Pelicans. The Pelicans are currently favored by three points. And by the way, guys, I uh, hope you have been enjoying these, uh, you know, live lock lineup lock shows. If you uh, haven't been enjoying them, go go to them. It's our YouTube page, the Sports <coughs> YouTube page. Watch them. Uh, if you, uh, we aren't going to be doing one tomorrow, but if you have the DFS pass, we will be in the Discord to answer any questions you guys might have. So uh, get that DFS pass, SportsEthos.com. Super cheap, and we will uh, hook you guys up with our thoughts as to. Uh, who's going to sit and who's going to start and all that good stuff. So, uh, all right, Pelicans favored by three points in this one, Jamie. Uh, we do have Kawhi. He's going to play in this one, supposedly. He set out the second half of the game tonight where they were just getting blown out so that he'd play in this game. Right, okay. So, good interesting. Call. Yeah, interesting enough. I don't know, but, uh, yeah. So he should be in this one. Uh, Paul George, obviously, out with that knee injury. Uh, Eric Gordon is – Truly questionable here with a hip injury. He had to leave the game tonight. Uh, Not sure if that had to do with the score or an injury, so we'll have to keep our eyes on that one. Uh, Marcus Morris Sr. is out with a COVID illness. I don't think he'll be playing. Uh, And the Pelicans, they're pretty much who they've been for a long time. Zion Williamson out with a uh, hamstring injury, and Jose Alvarado out with a tibia uh, injury that's keeping him out through the the season most likely so uh so yeah that's uh, that's basically it. relatively healthy i mean this is what we expect basically i think the biggest thing is eric gordon we're kind of keeping our eye on here but uh, talk to me about uh, about this game man let me just open-ended who do you like here
1: you know my favorite play of this game as far as value and if you look at the position is the vodka Zubots at 5100 um he is 2500 cheaper than jv you know jv is getting big minutes, which means Zubatsk is going to be able to be out there. And we know that Valanciunas is exploitable on the other end. Um, so, yeah, Zubatsk just had 40 DK points against the Grizz tonight. So I love getting me some Zoo uh, and just kind of building around him. Then I got to throw love at Randy Ingram. He's finally north of 9K now. He's 9,500 tomorrow. Um, and, you know, had the mysterious toe injury, drug on for forever throughout the season. But I feel like he's been perhaps like the most consistent player for a few weeks now. Um, so I think it's kind of a fool's errand to leave him out of a two-game slate completely. So um, I will definitely want to have him in some builds. And then this is the game that has some of the mid-tier guys. I look at this kind of triad of players priced in between 47 to 4100. You got Roko at 4100. You got Powell, Norman Powell at 46. You got Batum at 47. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think making the right call here is is going to be a pretty big key to the slate. I, I had especially if Kawhi misses. I guess he won't, but you never know. Um, and I do, I did like Roko as a moonshot value, especially in GPP. Um, you're gonna get hurt or you're gonna get a big boom. That's kind of how he is in, in this rotation. So for the Clippers, I like those guys in that range. Um, if Kawhi's in, I don't think I'm gonna get to any Westbrook at 8700. That's just a little too high. As too many other guys. Um, and then Bones Highland uh, 5300. It's tempting. It's a nice upside on such a small slate. Um, then the other other guy I'm interested in is the power forward spot's pretty tough tomorrow. Uh, you know, on tomorrow's slate. So I do like Herb Jones at 4,900. I like what he can bring just kind of across the board, trickle of stats. Um, you are able to save 500 by dropping from Herb, getting down to Kevin Love. So that can be helpful too. So I'll be wrestling with that a little bit as I finish up my lineups.
0: I like it. Um, I mentioned this is interesting because we're going kind of the opposite ways here. I, I understand that. I think part of the reason that I'm fading B.I. is because he's going to be so highly owned. He is he so... Yeah, he is so um, consistent recently. You know, he's been putting up like 40, 45, 50 DK points on the regular, like just like clockwork. And uh, I don't see that stopping, but I think I'm going, uh, you know, with Luca and, and Jimmy Butler build uh, mm-hmm. together. I think I'm going against the grain there a little bit. So maybe that's my little pivot there uh, because I don't think that's going to be a, a combo a lot of people have. So how do I reach that, right? I have to have some guys. Um, and I, I mentioned that under 4,000 is pretty sparse here. There's a guy I got my eye on, though, that's uh, probably even better than Kleba. I uh, you know I gave Maxie his flowers um, and, and some uh, uh, Oladipo his flowers as well, but uh, Larry Nance Jr. at 3,700, uh, I do like him here a bit. I think you know. Especially if you're fading Jonas, I think you do have to consider right. him because who else are you going to play at center, right? Because uh, it'll be either Valanciunas or it'll be Larry Nance Jr. getting those minutes, most likely. Uh, so, yeah, I do like Larry Nance Jr. at 3,700. You know, he's been getting uh, minutes in the low 20s. If he gets up to maybe the mid 20s, uh, that's a pretty good value play there at 3,700 for sure. Uh, and I'm actually going, I'm actually doubling up, though. That's I think I'm going to be unique in this way also. I'm going Jonas Valanciunas. And Larry Nance Jr. in the same lineup, uh, I Ooh. think they can, they can coexist. Uh, I think they, you know, it's they've been doing it for for multiple games now, where you know Larry Nance will get 22 minutes or so, and and Jonas will get uh, somewhere between 25 and, th- and 32 minutes. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But I, I do think a lot of people are going to fade Jonas here because of that price tag. I, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I think it's I don't call it a risky play, but I think it is a against the grain type play. It's a contrarian type play. Um, but I do feel like. If they're going to, you know, this is a uh, game where the centers are really weak, like on uh, and the and the, and the Clippers especially, uh, Vika Zubac and uh, Mason Plumley, Like, you know, nothing wrong with those guys. They're both good, decent backups, but neither of them really <laughs> stacks up to a starting center. So I think that, you know, the Pelicans need to lean into that, if, in my opinion, uh, if they want to win this game handily. Uh, I do think Brandon Ingram obviously is going to go off, but I think Jonas can also go off as well uh, alongside him. So I'm actually going with him there. So am I right or wrong? Uh, I mean, who knows? I don't have a crystal ball, but <laughs> that's just the way I'm leaning. But yeah, uh, running out my list here is uh, Norm Powell and Robert Covington. So you already mentioned those guys. Uh, I think especially if Eric Gordon's out, you have to give Norm Powell uh, a look there uh, for sure. You know, even if Kawhi's in, they're still going to need some scoring off the bench. So I think Norm Powell's a, a really decent guy there. So kind of interesting that we're going different ways there. Um it'll be curious to see which one works i mean like i said i've got no crystal ball neither do you so we'll see how it works for both of us there all right jamie so let's look at thrive fantasy thrivefantasy.com if you guys uh aren't signed up go to thrivefantasy.com use promo code ethos to get your first deposit match match up to 250 bucks i got a couple plays here jamie i'm just curious to hear what your thoughts are Uh, on them here, and uh, actually, I probably already know, but I've got, the first one I've got is Jonas Valanciunas, over 16.5 points. Uh, That's 120 points against the Los Angeles Clippers, obviously. Uh, Again, man, I just think uh, he's going to be able to take advantage of of Zubac in the post. I think that's something that um, the Pelicans could identify as he, uh, you know, uh, a plus they have obviously uh you know uh, one over on the on the Pelic- or on the uh, clippers they have an advantage there so i think it's something they can do um so how do you feel about that one man you feel like uh, i know you feel like you know it's probably won't play a lot of minutes so you think that's kind of crazy
1: no i definitely think that if you take the amount of points you can get in the thrive format and the chances yeah. it's going to go over 16-5 i like that
0: yeah, exactly. It's it's a really big plus odds play. So I think you know it's a bit of a roll of the dice, but I think it's worth it for sure. And the other one I've got here is uh, Vika Zubac, actually. So I've got a little thoughts on the centers here. Over seven point five rebounds, and that's ninety points, and that's against oh, the Watkins. But yeah, I think yeah, I think that's easy. I think uh, as you mentioned, you know, they're gonna need somebody out there to stop Jonas Valanciunas. We also saw what Mason Plumlee did as a starting center on the Hornets. Uh, they were one of the worst teams at guarding the center position, so. I uh, really don't think he's got good solid defense there. So, yeah, I do like Zubach there over 7.5 rebounds. I think you're in agreement there, Jamie. So that's it. That's going to do it for us, guys. That's our two-game slate here, a little prior for you. Hopefully we get some more news on these uh, Clippers guys here before lock. But if you have DFS pass in that Discord, we'll go ahead and walk you through it. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at @bsbp_keith. Keith. And, Jamie, where can people
1: find you and your work, man? You can find me on Twitter. i um... The name is Flying J and uh, Quantum Physics is the handle, and then you can find the Projecting the Jump podcast on Twitter as well. That is my home podcast, so go check that out when you get a chance. Good stuff on that, um, and just really good stuff from you today, Keith. Two two game slate. Give us a chance to kind of hear some of your philosophy around these sort of builds. So I'd recommend anybody go back and think of that more, kind of just like. A lesson in how to build uh, these sort of lineups was Keith was spitting knowledge out there today. <laughs> you got to yeah, you got to dig into what uh, what you can
0: get in there. But uh, Jamie had some good insights as well. But yeah, uh, if you guys do like the show, go ahead and leave us a like, uh, give yes. us a review, please a five star review. Even if you hated us and thought we sounded stupid, give us five <laughs> stars and tell us why we sound stupid. We'll we'll please. do better. I promise. I promise. Uh, <laughs> but it'll help us reach more ears. So until next time, guys, go get that money.
1: Go crush that two gamer, y'all.